These niggas just talking. Yo, how we doing, guys? How we doing, gals? Welcome to the Just Talking podcast with the nigga Nas. And we've had kind of like a slew of a guest on this podcast. Let's slow it down. Slow it down a bit, man. Let's slow it down a bit. Let's just talk about me and how I feel, all right? We had those other guys. Now it's just back to me, all right? And I think I've said it on this podcast, but I'm pretty open about it. Because, like, I didn't seriously start. Like, I like basketball. It would be cool to watch, like, the playoffs, sometimes the finals, a game every now and then. When I was younger, but I didn't really start watching the bas- basketball until, like, 2014. Basically, when I went to high school, 2014, 15. All right. That's when I really started watching it. Oh, we said favorite players, Kyrie. I guess in the NBA right now, favorite players, Kyrie. It's probably going to end up being Kyrie. Cause that nigga, that nigga can handle it, man. His handles, bro. You see that shit? But um, all right. Actually, real quick, I'm just gonna apologize. I said this podcast was coming out on Monday. Today for me, but probably not for you guys, because honestly, I went back and there was a whole bunch of stuff wrong with the like. This episode, the episode that was supposed to be this one, but it isn't this one, you feel me? Like, there's going to be a whole bunch of, like, audio and other fucking issues. I didn't want to deal with it anymore, so I just said, fuck it, right? And I just went the other route of saying, you know what? Make a better episode, I'll just fucking re-record it, even if y'all niggas get it late, all right? Just remember, I'm late for you guys. I did this for you, not for me. I did it because I love you. Alright. I just want you to know that I love you guys. I did it for you. But back to what I was saying. Like Kyrie, Kyrie can handle it, man. He handle it, man. He handle man. He handle God. You feel me? But like, so I always like Kyrie, man, the finesse. He's the greatest show. He's one of the greatest shows in basketball, bro. Enough said. And like, so I've always been like Kind of like a Kyrie apologist, in a way. And I just want to talk about Kyrie and the Nets, Katie and Harden, all that. All this, all my feelings about it. Because I think that sometimes I need to be able to vent. But basically, I just think that, number one, I was one of the people that, like, from the get-go, was all like, James Harden, like, if I'm the Nets, I'm not trading for James Harden because I have such a good core that it's like, Honestly, y'all just need to play together, and then it'll, everything will start to click, and everything will start to fit. They had just now moved fucking DeAndre Jordan to the bench, put fucking Jared Allen in the starting lineup, bruh. We were fucking killing it, and now I realize that the reason they moved him to the starting lineup was so he could look better to the vultures, to those fucking thieves in Cleveland. So he looked better, bro. So they knew what the bang for their buck was. You feel me? And I was all like, 
They can get rid of Tony. I was like, if they do, they can get rid of anybody in that opinion. Everybody else in the bench. Loki, even Harris. Like, that nigga's a shooter and everything. He's great. Always need that off-ball play, especially if you got a whole bunch of ISO niggas. Like, this nigga's move, just him moving is going to be good. I was like, you can get everybody else except Allen, bro. And, like, I like Prince, too. I was like, like, I've always been, like, Prince and Allen really, like, make their their defense, like, click, in my opinion. They're young. They stay there. But even even when these, like, these niggas, KD and Kyrie get older, leave, right? These, these niggas aren't a bad show. If you remember, when D'Angelo Russell was on that team for one year, them niggas were still good, bro. It was still a cool thing to watch. That was when, that was before, that was when, at that time, LeVert was injured by the time the playoffs and everything hit, and they were working against the 76ers in the first round. But, basically what I'm saying is that I knew the Nets defense was going to tank too much the moment we fucking traded for him. So I was just like, is it, do we really want to? So, they did that shit, and I'm saying we because I'm a Nets fan because Kyrie's fans. I'm a, I'm a more or less end where Kyrie ends at. Or I'm just going to end up switching to Celtics because them niggas are my second favorite team. I've been telling all my guys, bro, that Jalen Brown is just as good as Jason Tatum. Not better, bro. I, I personally always said I like Jalen Brown better. Man, all them niggas were clowning me. But Jason Tatum's better. Now, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me use the voice changer for this one. Let me, let me make this more authentic. I don't even know what this voice is going to sound like, but... Hopefully it sounds good. But Jason Tatum's better. Why would you like Jalen Brown instead of Jason Tatum? Them niggas be saying that shit to me, man. You know what I did? I took that, man. I was like, fuck you. I just like the way, like, just the way it feels like Jalen Brown plays compared to Jason Tatum, bro. Jalen Brown, just like the way he plays, it just entertains me better, bro. I feel like he's more like aggressive, attacking, bro. Always pressuring on defense, bro. I just, I just like Jalen Brown more. So I was really happy, like these past two years. Like last year, I was really happy the way he had progressed up there. And I was always saying he's the second best player because you know Jason Tatum also took a big step. So I was like, Jalen Brown's the second best player. And then everybody was all like, no, Kemba is, bro. <laughs> They're like, no, Kemba's the second best. Jalen Brown's the third. And you never know. Marcus Smart might be better. Them niggas really said that shit. They really said Marcus Smart might be better. Man, fuck them niggas. But I'm not here to fucking talk about my love for Jalen Brown, bro. I'm, I'm here to talk about the Nets. So let's get back on that. I'm going to be quick about it, too. But basically, what I'm saying is, for the Nets, all right, I felt like they gave up too much. Now they're shitty on defense. They lost two games to Cavaliers. And then they won one game. But, like, who cares? They lost two games to the Cavaliers. That's the worst offensive team in the game. In, in 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 the NBA, or it's one of the wor- one of the worst. It's like top, bottom two in offensive rating. That's pretty fucking bad. I think it's really like put up on them. But 
I'm like, I'm like, all right, those games seem worse than they are. Because I'm like, all right, number one, it's a revenge game for the first one. Definitely a revenge game for Allen and Prince because they were just traded there. So it was like the Cavs had something to win, to win for, which is low-key what I was afraid about. Especially since that was the first game with all three of them, Kyrie, KD, and Harden. And then after that, the second game, KD didn't even play. So it's like, eh, I feel like they could have won if KD played. Because this is my other issue. Why is Harden so passive? Because now we've seen three games with them. And if we look, Harden's not, it's not like the first game niggas were like, all right, Kyrie's shooting a lot. Harden was passing up shots. Second game, in a game without KD, where Kyrie didn't even shoot that much, and Harden is literally still shoot like the 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 second Cavs game. Harden shot like I think the same amount of shots as he shot in the first Cavs game. KD's not here. Where, where are the shots going to? I understand like his assist numbers like jumped up, but do they need someone like? Do they want Harden? To come in as their point guard. Is that what Harden really wants to do? Does he want to be an orchestrator of the offense. More than like. Being the offense itself. Or is it also because like. At the end of the day. Yeah. He can come in and just drop 40. Like. While being out of shape. And everything. Harden came in. Dropped. Comes in. And and on any given game, randomly, he can just drop 40. And we understand that. But it's like, because he's not conditioned, he can't do that every game anymore. So I'm thinking maybe that's it. So that's probably going to start ramping up later. Let's see how that all shakes. I don't know. All of them are all kind of on ball. But KD, I guess, really working the Warriors system for a while, really, like, helped him so he doesn't even care. Honestly, it might even be better for him just because, um, you know, coming straight back from Achilles injury. He can, I mean, he still looks great, like, as if he never left it. But it's like, I feel like he grew a lot from war, from the Warriors that I feel like a lot of people take for granted. Like, even if you look at Andrew Wiggins, I said this last year, the moment he got traded, bro. I said, Andrew Wiggins is going to start looking better because them niggas are going to teach him how to play fucking defense. Like, sometimes it's really just the place you're at. Because keep in mind, Jimmy Butler was at the fucking Timberwolves, took them to, like, third in the West until he got injured, and then they fell all the way down. That's why he got mad. I'd be mad too, bruh. Third in the West? This this is one of the deep West too, bruh. This is one of the West that niggas niggas were worried about. Then he gets injured. Uh, Your second round, I think Jimmy Butler was a second round pick, right? You're a second round pick. You see all the, like, literally a number one pick in Wiggins. I forgot what Cat was. He was, like, top three, I'm pretty sure, too. Like, these top picks, them niggas don't even feel like they're trying. Nah, bro. I'd be, I'd be sick as shit, too, bro. And then he goes to the fucking 76ers. Them niggas are, like, a lucky shot away from probably winning game seven against the Raptors. And then if everything happens, same thing, like, happens to the Warriors and they're, like, literally injured and injured man. 76ers win. That would have been a 76ers chip. Niggas wouldn't have been questioning 
Ben Simmons is much. And they wouldn't be questioning Embiid as much. But didn't happen. And last year, Kawhi was a lot of people's choice. That's what sucks. <laughs> Skip Bayless. But, um, Max Kellerman. Yeah. I know. That's, I guess, my feelings about the Nets. The Nets. The Nets. I guess another thing we could just talk about is. So. I don't think we really t- I talked about it too much on my last podcast with hey bees and Deanna Hayden them niggas because <laughs> uh, I don't know if I uh, talked about it last time on that podcast but um, Donald Trump got banned on a lot of fucking stuff, man. And look, 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 look. This might sound like I'm a I'm a Donald Trump fan, but hear me the fuck out. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't really like the nigga either, like, in a, like, ironic and, like, funny way, or, like, just laugh at the situation, like, um, any guy does on Twitter, just, like, you see his tweets, fucking laugh, see what people are talking about under there, laugh at both sides arguing, whether it's the liberals or the conservatives, because, now, Democrats and fucking Republicans are both giving, like, they're both, like, in a sense, cahoots, bro. They literally just taking turns screwing the country instead of, like, just coming up with one general plan. Like, if you just think about it, like, the, just the idea of, the, of those five. I don't know. I know I'm getting off fucking topic, bro. But listen to me, all right? It's like, I guess it's like, I'm trying to think of the best fucking acronym. Or whatever. Like, it's like going up a straight ramp versus going up a ramp that has a whole bunch of fucking bumps or some shit. Nah, that's not even right either. It's fucking weird. Because it's like, alright, it's like you have two corridors, bro. Like, you can either go left or right. And you go left for a little bit. You're like, okay, this is pretty cool. We could do we could do some stuff to help out some some of these people, and then a few late years later, so you stop going towards the left towards the left, and you're like, all right, let I'm I don't really want to go here anymore. Let's go the other way. So you backtrack all the way because they keep in mind them niggas go at the beginning of every fucking new presidency if they especially if they switch lines. They go and take off a whole bunch of shit the other president did first. So we're we're doing plans halfway. Keep that in mind. That in in itself is is more or less a waste of money. I don't care what anyone tells me. If you build half a fucking house and you just leave the rest, and your dumbass is having rain come in raining on your dumbass, bro, and you're just like, well, we at least we stop building it before we take more money. Yeah, I guess. But now you have fuck half a fucking house. It rains. I have a roof. It rains. Nigga, you use an umbrella. Fuck you. Alright. So you you backtrack. And then you go all the way to the right side of the corridor. 
you keep on going for a while, you know, maybe you walk four miles. Or maybe you, you, you feel comfortable and you walk eight miles. Then you're like, all right, let's go back, forward, back and forth. Obviously, every now and then you find some new things. And, you know, like different help, a little bit different health plans and a little little bit like little different variances because like you've been through you've been through it a few times now you know a bit of the surroundings you know what places you haven't really checked out corners you haven't really crept into some blocked doorways kind of and it's like that's stupid if you think about it instead of having like collaborate and like you didn't even see that in every single fucking piece of thing this the country of the United States they're really torn in almost every little thing and it's literally stupid and that's why I don't really like that's why I always be like it bothers me like when people like on Instagram or Twitter be saying like shit like oh if you don't vote this you're you're basically voting for the other person if you do this you're this I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like if we just chose a nice gray area, everything would be doing decently, bro, because at least we're sticking to something. We're not just doing this for a little bit, and then we're doing something else, bro. It's like, to all my investors out there, it's like pulling your option too early. Like, that's what I'm saying, man. Shit should just be a loss. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. But back to what I was getting at before, man, with Trump and all his accounts getting banned. Like, I don't see why, like, obviously people like laughing at him, clapping it up, memes and everything. All that is great because don't get me wrong. I love a good laugh. But it's like it it gets to a point where you just got to sit down and you're like, you know, these niggas basically own me online. Like, Facebook and Google, basically with the fact that everything we use basically run on one of those two. Like, they, they're they literally collecting data on you all the time. Keep in mind, Instagram is owned by, or Facebook owns Instagram, so that counts too. But basically, like, everything you do is run by those tech corporations and at the end of the day in order to ensure mutual growth it's better if they collaborate and you guys are probably saying nah 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 they don't do that why would they do that they gotta they gotta be they can't be working together so they can grow instead of competing and then having a lower prices because they're competing or or because they're com- or having certain bid wars because they don't want the other one to get ahead of the other right that's that's what people that's the issue bro that's what people don't understand like cuz the cable companies did this exact same shit if you look like like for most of America bro for most of the United States bro you have the same few cable companies, bro. Even cell phone shit. You have the same few ones or, like, the smaller ones, which are just, like, 
smaller extensions from the bigger ones and they just let them like use their tower and shit it's literally like all of these joints are run by the same group of companies technically because there's multiple groups or multiple companies it's not a monopoly because they're not run by the same person it's not technically a monopoly but let's say all of you guys are like because in the beginning there's a lot of you guys let's say it's new technology in the beginning there's a lot nobody has chooses one yet and they just start popping up all over the place now let's say a few a few like of those cable companies because this is literally what happened come in and they're like you know what if we work in a group in this area we can basically push all the smaller ones out take control of this area we can basically price these niggas in this area as much as we fucking want. And then all them niggas started doing it because they're like, yo, they're making mad cheat. It's mad cheddar. <laughs> cheddar. But like, it's just mad bread, man. Like, so they all started doing that, bro. And now there's really just a few of them because most of them have really already merged. They already, and then now they're the, uh, since they're a group, they're a law. They 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 have enough money to basically lobby, and we have enough money to lobby. You basically decide the laws, like if you're a big enough like group or group of people, which is why I was saying when these cable companies grew up, group up when these tech companies group up, we're not seeing the issue with them all being in unison and together because that's why there are some places that like in the world that have like faster internet than the United States and it's like and while you guys are like well why does that matter for the most part that shit was more or less developed here so it would make just like since you technically you would technically have more time with it you would you would like to think anyways that um your country would be able to develop it a lot further than other peoples but it's always possible that some people have advanced things before you but this is the thing america has the capital i uh, like america has the money the cla- cachet this, these niggas can really get any new tech if they wanted it and basically utilize it and i and to an extent, they do be getting like the best t- top of the grade line shit first. They get the they get the top of the top stuff, bruh. But they don't extend that same stuff towards like the people in the sense. And what I'm saying is essentially is America's too rich to not really be having like that fast internet compared to like a lot of other countries. America's too big. America's too. It's too. It's too much, man. Niggas be running too much. Niggas be running too much shit for them to be dis- for all these people to be this weak in Wi-Fi connection, man. And I can't play 2K with the boys because the because niggas are disconnecting is a problem. But that's basically what the cable companies did: grouped up, charged higher prices. Because there was less companies, and so people had to turn to them 
they've lobbied so it was harder for other people to put up cable lines or telephone lines. Like they made they literally made it harder for other companies to compete with them. So there's there literally other companies do not compete. That is basically a pri- like a private sector, but it's not. So when you think about stuff like that, and then now it's kind of the same thing with tech. Like at this point, everybody's already know Facebook had fucking court hearings. I think Twitter might have. I think like a whole bunch of tech companies have. They like at this point, like. There's a whole bunch of these tech companies, and the way they all LARP together, right, to kick Trump off Twitter, like, because it was like, Trump got banned from Twitter, he got banned from basically every other site and service, like, that's the other thing, it was services too, like, fucking Amazon and Google fucking banned Trump, bruh, like, I didn't know this many people knew that I was hitting Trump up on Google Hangouts, bruh. Like, me and him be having the best Google Hangout chats, bruh. Sometimes he looks at my wish list on Amazon. Like, this nigga was banned off these shits, bruh. Like, think about that. And, I, like I said, I understand why they did it. In the, because, at least to their reasoning. And the reason why I'm being so skeptical, I'm not really gonna find out later, man. But it's like, okay. So yeah, let that see if y'all niggas in there, man. You feel me? Gotta go slow. Gotta go slow with it, man. Alright. So it's like they're do like technically they're doing this for the right reason, is what I'm saying. But the ability to wipe out someone's entire online presence is pretty significant nowadays. And it's only going to be more and more significant as time goes on. Just because of how how much internet itself has made us like all more unified, interconnected, like just around the world. The ease that social media, like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook... While they do, like, have a lot of those, like, obviously money-grubbing on some weird or completely unproven facts or articles. So, to the to the extent where people have to be careful about them, like, when you keep all of that in mind, like, I guess it just, it makes sense. That they did it because for the re- like the reason they said was to like so to like basically stop possible violence or groups to be formed due to him or be due to what he says. So for the so basically for like the greater good for protection, I understand that. But this is where I have an issue because there are times where these companies literally put their like, in the sense that, at the end of the day, it would have been worse if Trump was sending tweets on Twitter's platform, and he banned and they banned him. Right? Would have been worse if they didn't ban him. He did it. He kept on talking on Twitter, bro. He was he was just yapping, man. He wasn't talking. He was yapping, man. All right. 
Tatooine with those those tiny fingers, man. He was doing that. So let's say he's doing that, and then boom, capital gets rushed again, or some other shit happens. Multiple capitals in many different states, and this I think they actually like some of these states actually did have people rushing them still, but um, like just people doing that. And it's be and it's due to his words or due to him or he actually like planned one with someone. Like Twitter doesn't want Trump to create any senseless violence, man, basically. And it makes sense, but the ability to wipe out somebody's entire online presence like that because all these companies are in cahoots. Because obviously these niggas can be like, oh, we're just following the trend with Twitter, and we don't want him to like come to our platform and say. It'd be random platforms that had nothing to fucking do with them, doing do with those shits, and it was just cutting them off. Additionally, because you you also have to keep in mind like they weren't just doing they weren't just doing that. There's also some people would refer to them as alt right platforms in a sense to say that um Twitter is more leftist, and so the views and a lot of stuff that you see on Twitter would reflect most more leftist and it would frown upon um the conservatives people on the right so they they cut a lot of those off like so amazon has these cloud services that basically allow people allow people to host like different websites different things files basically host it on their like servers and they're able to still like basically run the company in a lot less steps and it's like allows them to like basically make social media in seconds without having actual servers so there was a social media app and there was actually a lot of those like and parlor and one of them is parlor and it was running on aws i believe and they cut that they sniped the shit that shit was gone so they i heard they did that to a whole bunch of other sites that were on Google Cloud Services or Microsoft Cloud Services. Like, they were cutting off these places and everything. And, like I said, it's all good and makes sense. But you have to keep in mind, they have the ability to go ahead, cut off a company or a potential company or anything. Like, they cut off random people's, like, income or anything. And they say it's due to any reason that they want. And in a way, because they're all all the bigger company, all they're all the bigger tech giants in a sense. That all in a sense kind of up and support each other. When you keep that in mind, the the way they're able to like forge public opinion or sway it in a sense, because. Or not even just that, like, even like just if, if things got to the worst, and I doubt there will be like, I feel like we're going to start putting younger people in there, or at least people that understand how fucking technology works, so when these niggas, like, when they take Facebook or Twitter or whatever place to these hearings, they're literally telling these niggas, yo, I know you're bullshitting me, like, cause some of those hearings be sad, like, them niggas do not, like, those congressmen really do are too old, bro. You do not do. How do you not know what a website is, bro? Some of this basic shit, bro. I can't. I can't. 
can't have these congressmen with with when they go home, bro. They be asking their grandkids to type stuff up on their computers for them because they be typing with their fucking pinkies and fucking pointer fingers like fucking weirdos. All right, can't be you can't be having them really talk about tech stuff. Y'all gonna know what the hell they're fucking supposed to be saying. Same thing what Apple does to sell products, honestly. Say a whole bunch of complicated shit in the fucking, like, announcement shit. And just give you a phone that's not really too much different. Except the price point. Raise that bitch up, you feel me? <laughs> but that's, that's a rant for another day. But basically, I don't know, man. Like, I can't be the only one that's, like, looking at it in a lens and saying, yeah, you, you got niggas don't think it's kind of dangerous, all the power they have. I can't be the only one. But maybe I am the lone soldier in this fight. But I might not be. And even, like, go further with it. Like, because like I was saying, and I can really just use Twitter as a perfect example. So, I don't know how many people actually know, but there's actually a, tw- a community of people on Twitter. And they call themselves, like, maps and non-maps. But they're really just, like, pedos, man. Big pedos, bro. They... They touch kids. They they want to, bro. So, like, and if you haven't seen them, that's good, man. Keep keep yourself away from such fucking idiocracy and weirdo territory. But, like, there's the maps, and, like, I guess those are the, because there's two types. And, like, I don't, none of them are good. The non-maps, and they're, like, People who, like, just fantasize about it. Yeah. I didn't know if you guys heard me. They're, they're the ones that fantasize about it. Just, just let you know. Just They don't do none of the touching, none of the... They don't go and actually get the victims, bro. They just think about them. So it's like, let's say you, your little brother, your son, or, or maybe your son, or maybe you're walking... You're walking past someone in the mall. You think you just you you don't really mind their glare because you don't think they're looking at you, and obviously you would never think that they're looking at your son or your little brother beating. That's just crazy, man. And they just go home and they just keep that thought in their head. Then there's the actual maps, like the actual participating, but like, and the, the fact that they're even like an actual community is even worse, bruh. These niggas have like in their Twitter bio, they have their fucking target ages that they like. <laughs> like the whole thing is a fu- is is a fucking setup, bruh. It's a fucking setup. Like the, f- it's impossible, bruh. Like, the fact that they're all there. It is crazy because, like, 
you see it every now and then if you already see them pop up or like you've seen like people like just talk about them like they apparently be trying to like squeeze into the lg the lg oh my gosh i'm forgetting the letters right now the lgbtq plus community i don't know LGB, so, okay, I just, I was, like, thinking more with, like, if it was a B, but LGBTQ+, plus. what does a B stand for, I don't actually remember, now I'm curious, wait, 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 bisexual, alright, so, they were, they were trying to, like, say they're part of that community, nah, that, that community on Twitter pushed them out, like, for the most part, anyways, push them out, and like, I don't know, bruh, but niggas, uh, plenty of people have uh, made, like, complaints about these accounts, Twitter refused to, like, ban them, because they don't, like, go against any of their policies, apparently, even though what do Twitter's policies say, that, um, they can't stand for any child harassment, or some some shit like that. It's some to that extent. I know there's a policy on it. I've seen seen that shit, bro. So niggas be like, they have all of that all over Twitter. And actually, Twitter got caught on that shit recently, man. In fact, I I kind of want to pull out the entire thing, but for now, I'll give the synopsis. All right. <clears throat> Let me. Should maybe should should I pick a good voice changer, man? One that would really, really like fit for this. Let me let me see if I can I can get one. We gonna test these voices together. All right, three, two, one. That that's that shit was ass. No, nope. Right, let's try. It. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hello. Hey. This shit. Okay. Yeah. Let's do the synopsis like it nice. You can understand me. You can understand me. Is this any better? Well, is this any better? Hopefully. Alright, I'm just going to stick with the clean one. Alright. So this is what happened. Basically, in Twitter, on Twitter, around Twitter, but all right, actually, let me. So basically, there was a kid. I think he was like twelve, like eleven or thirteen. He was on kick. He thought he was talking to other people around his age, his peers, you could say. Um, thought he was talking to peers, and then, um, they would come, they asked him for pictures, he sent them pictures, and then after he sent pictures, they blackmailed him and said, if you don't send more pictures, if you don't send pictures with you and this guy, send this all over the school, quote, make sure you keep your distance, 
I'm not trying to make light of the situation. I'm just saying exactly what I think in my way. So basically that happens and it ends up um getting stomped out. Few years later, coming into twenty twenty one, the pictures resurfaced on Twitter on map accounts. Like some map accounts start talking about it, hyping it up. Other map accounts, non map accounts, they all come make it a big thing. And people start like obviously like and this is an unfortunate thing. Bad publicity is still publicity. Like that's why people do get people do stupid things to get clout, man. Because at the end of the day end of, at the end of the end of the day, clout is clout. Even if you did something stupid, even if you did something stupid, everybody knows you know. But basically, um, they see it like um, they see the boy and I think the other guy, who the other boy who ends up being in it, um, see it or they find out about it. They asked Twitter, like, directly. They reported to Twitter and, like, yo, hey, this is my underage photos. Take it down. Um, They put it up there without my consent. Nude, underage photos. So, take it down. Twitter emails them back, essentially saying they have not violated any terms of service. So, they don't have, they can't take it down. But if you'd like to send a copyright, um, infringement email. Um, you would have to do that in a bit, like with a different version, basically. So it ends up getting to the point where Twitter, like, because look, you can say, "Oh, that's your automated messages and all that bullshit." Nah, because it ended up taking a while because they needed it. Like, cops try to do make Twitter do it, and they couldn't. It got to the point where Homeland Security, bro, part of the government, government, man, government, God bless America, right? Homeland Security had to contact Twitter and make them take pictures down, all right? So, all that happened, and trying to find the article, bro. Homeland, I'm just, Homeland Security forces Twitter Yeah, I'll find it, bro. I'll find it and just put it up on the Instagram, bro. I'll find the story on but basically, it took all the way, it took Homeland Security to come and force Twitter to take down the photos. So what am I getting at? There was a, a lot of public outcry and pointed at Twitter to already uh, been taking down these accounts, this community. Did they do it? No. When multiple things did happen, because this is not, this is just one example, and it's a pretty recent example as far as I know. This is just one thing that happened. 
And the fact that Twitter is able to just like was able to like turn a blind eye or like was li- purposely turning a blind eye, I have to say honestly. Until Homeland Security got involved, I think that's an issue. So, basically, what I'm saying is that while they have the power to like ban, or while they have the power to like keep people present. Like presence and like still form a community. Keep in mind, the same argument. Like although it's they're both bad. Like I'm not I'm not argument arguing for either of them. I'm saying the fact that the map community stayed up means that it would technically be allowed for the the red the Trump America people, man. I just want my tractor. Damn people. Alright. Riding up with their rifles. Come and claim back their America. Alright. Let those people do their shit. Like in my opinion, like if you're not gonna if you're not gonna take this banding job seriously, you might as well not have the fucking job. Alright. Case closed. That's what I'm saying. And that's not the only thing. Um, what's the other stuff? All these social medias, like, also be having these issues with these black back doors and all these shit. Because keep in mind, they own your accounts to the extent of. Remember, I want to say it was around summer ish? This summer, when the whole Bitcoin scandal on Twitter. I wish, I wish I had a better, better voices for today. But these will ha- I'll have to do it myself. <clears throat> Back in the summer of 2020, we had the biggest Bitcoin scandal in Twitter history. History, history. On Twitter, somehow someone was able to get the back end. To uh, Twitter admins account and get into the account. Now, Twitter admins have the ability to control, or at least one of the people, uh, whoever was at that level that let the clears go. That's besides the point. Twitter admins are able to access essentially any account they want. So, these scammers got on the accounts of people like President Obama, Elon Musk. Bill Gates. They got on accounts like these. And said. During these hard. Said essentially during these hard times. We understand people are struggling. We are willing to double. Bitcoin. And so send us your Bitcoin. And we'll send it. And we'll send you back double. And they scammed plenty of people. Out of their Bitcoin. I think they're actually like. They're like people were looking because you can track like the buy and sell of Bitcoin. People were predicting like damn near like millions, like in the millions, if like not a million at the very least. Where like I think there was a low estimate of like 500k, but like still, you and it's just because of one Twitter admin 
letting his, their account get fucking get into you, bro. And it's just the fact that you look at all these niggas, bro. Like these nigg, these are people, people, bro. Like I'm sorry, me and you, we're people. But these niggas, they they influence policy, people, bro. They're the big names, bro. They're the people who are appearing on the magazines. Let's be honest, man. We're not we're not magazine ready. I'm assuming, bro. Like, may I don't know. Maybe you just a fucking famous nigga listening in, or like you just jacked and you might just make it on some amateur magazines, bro. Not it's not impressive still, bro. I guess you a little bit better than me. Nigga just yelling in his room. But who cares about that? What we're here to talk about is the fact that. Twitter allowed all these famous accounts, all these powerful people, uh, people's accounts to get hacked, like get like straight into just having such an obvious backdoor to the point where once you get past that, that first level of security, you can basically do whatever you want. At this time, Donald Trump was still president, but if it was some, let's say it was a different president. Because I think the Bitcoin thing was actually, they used Joe Biden's account as well. So they use a president-elect. Now imagine, just because of the ability of like, you can just say whatever on Twitter. And you can actually influence some stuff. Like I remember Elon said on Twitter, I think Tesla stock is overpriced. And then Tesla stock fell. That type of shit, right? Or like, um, Bill Gates will say some stuff. Microsoft will go up. Even though I don't even think he's CEO anymore. Or like Trump could literally be or like literally arguing with other politicians on Twitter. Or or like even other like people from other countries on Twitter literally creating havoc possibly. And the possibility of stirring up like even wars just because saying the wrong things. Because at the end of the day, these are politicians, bro. These are the niggas that are supposed to represent our country. So... The fact that they're, like, one of the platforms that they use to speak could be, like, infiltrated that easily. And it's not even just Twitter. And it's not even just these problems that Twitter has. Like, with the whole, like, election stuff. with fa- And it wasn't just Twitter. It was Facebook, Twitter, technically Instagram, because Instagram is owned by Facebook. Them niggas just be having different names and some bitches just fucking slide away. But low-key... He's, Mark Zuckerberg is smart, bro. He, how much you want to bet? He's secretly loading a whole bunch of shit into Instagram. That's why Instagram on a fucking marketplace now. Shit looks stupid. Everybody was saying this. They got a marketplace now. Twitter probably going to do that shit soon, too. They already added stories. Them little fleets. Man, fleet them, bro. <laughs> but essentially, like, I guess I'm just going to go to the basics. Social media can be tapped. Like, and in the sense that these companies can be bad. And right now, we're hoping for a few of them to be good. And while people can be like, can bring up charities, here's my thing. I don't know anything about taxes, but what I do know is that you get a tax break if you donate to charity. So, that's one thing. Where it's like, it actually can gain them. Like, if they give up 
And that, if they gave up a certain amount of money, they can gain even more money later. These niggas are, are like, bringing up there, bro. Obviously, they're doing it. I think it was the Panama Papers back in the day. Where all these companies and people were found for having fucking accounts offshore. And then after that, they have all this money, all this power. What they do, they influence, they influence politics. How they do it? Well, they have money. That's why you see some of these politicians being like randomly getting caught having a whole bunch of fucking money, bro. Like, have been like low key laundering money, saying it's for this plan or this project. They launder the money, and then like some of them are smart, right? They go put it into like investment stuff get more money push the start pushing some some of it out so people don't realize that you laundered it so you don't get caught well then other people are just straight stupid and the moment they steal some money they just go and they go and use it on one dumb thing or like a few really expensive dumb things instead of instead of just getting their money up in general bro there's the smart ones you gotta worry about. The dumb ones are gonna get caught. I love it. Alright, this is a dog. In the politician world, there's a dog eat dog world, bro. Niggas will snitch on you. Bro. Like, that, that's what a whistleblower is, bro. You saw how many whistleblowers Donald Trump had? <laughs> never, never have I heard so much about random people just be saying shit. Like, these are the niggas that act out at your house on the daily. It's like you just randomly pull up to school and your sister's telling everybody all your secrets. You come, you pull, you get on the bus one day, niggas all like, Hey, hey, look, that's Jimmy. He got a fucking mole on his butt. Fucking mole butt. They call you mole butt on the bus. That shit crazy. Niggas were bullies back in the day, bro. Freaking elementary school, to an extent, with the trenches, bro. Depending on where you were from. <laughs> Dude, things got fucking getting a little crafty around there, bro. At least now they got a zero tolerance policy. Just kind of boop, boop, boop. I don't know how that shit works. It's basically, honestly, what it basically does. I'm just gonna get in this real quick, just cause like. I'm just gonna like I might end up telling a story about like me younger from my younger days. Young nah bruh. Kid nah. You know, maybe I'll get a kid a kid voice real quick. But I'll just like be quick about this, bruh. Like basically we they started like doing this, I wanna say somewhere in middle school. Middle school for me. Around my sixth, seventh grade year, they started doing some stupid policy called the zero tolerance policy. And this is what the zero tolerance policy do. <laughs> Imagine if you get in a fight with another kid. And there would be times, obviously, where you don't incite the fight. You are literally there to defend yourself. The zero tolerance policy basically says that it doesn't matter who started the fight. Both y'all niggas are getting punished. Both y'all niggas are in trouble. They literally punish the the fucking Nate Robinsons of the world. Alright? They punish them niggas. That's terrible. How are you going to punish someone that's knocked out on the floor? That's disgusting. Bruh. Like, imagine that. 
Some niggas actually were doing that fucking bullshit. And then they had this fake child left behind fucking program where they weren't really doing shit, but they would say they were doing shit and then kind of report it when all they did was really lower fucking a whole bunch of like requirements for like different graduations and it'd be, so it'd be easier to fucking track people. So you can be like, oh yeah, look at these numbers. These numbers are saying we're doing better. But the average intelligence is actually pretty fucking low. Fucking school is stupid, bro. And it's not like the idea of a school is stupid. It's just how they fucking do it. Like, this just does not work. Gotta drink water, man. Closing moments of my lovely podcast. Yeah, you better stop talking, man. Let me just party. Okay, um. Damn. Uja Glue Talk with Annie Ford. NFL. A little bit because it's GM. Now, I'm not a big NFL person, but just gonna report on some stuff. So, on Sunday, the Buccaneers, and I was, like, seeing the scores, like, through live, but not the Buccaneers game, because that was the earlier game, because the Bills and Chiefs game, oh, because I did record this, like, recently on Sunday. <laughs> but, um, the Buccaneers beat the Packers, Tom Brady beat Aaron Rodgers. Now, I heard that there's a whole bunch of lore, lore to this, man. Whole bunch. Boy, you see. There was this goat called Tom Brady. <laughs> the greatest thrower in all the life. And here comes young, not so young anymore, Aaron Rodgers. Coming to take the crown. In his many years, Sir Brady has been weakened. But he has made, he has left his old line, and joined up the new crew. A bunch of wild buccaneers. Though their struggles were great, they were able to make it past Aaron Rodgers, who was li- who had challenged them to a legacy tie, a legit legacy game. One that would determine a storyline for the pursuit. Sir Brady won that game. But to some, Sir Rogers lost that game. And to others, niggas say it's a coach's fault. But who fucking really knows? Guess people who watch the game. Don't worry, you NFL fucking nasty fans. Nige is going to come back one day. Oh, that's actually terrible. By the time he comes back, this damn world's about to be over. I gotta get football people on here. Football people, get on this bit, man. Get on this bit. But in the next one, the Bills lost to the Chiefs. I won't lie. I kind of wanted the Bills to win just because I thought it'd be funny. It's just like the people last year. who, Because, like, everybody had the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. 
Okay. So, if the Bills won, it would have just been fucking funny. So, and I understand that in the same way that I remember last year, or not even last year, fucking literally just a few months ago at this point. Seven, or not seven, five months ago. Because that's when the NBA playoffs were, I think they got eliminated either August or, no, it was in September, I'm pretty sure. When the Nuggets eliminated the Clippers, bro. Before, like, literally, when it was literally a 3-1 series, people were saying, like, my friends were saying, I hope the Nuggets win. Every t- And then after that, every game they won, I hope the Nuggets win, I hope the Nuggets sweep these guys, I hope the Nuggets. They were saying that because it would have been, not because, like, and me, I was like, no, because I was one of the niggas that chose the Clippers to win. I think I even said in one of the podcasts, I said, as, and I'm not one of those niggas that was like stupid and was like, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the league. No, he's not. I was saying, I still said LeBron though. So I was all like, Kawhi is, was second, I think I said. I think Kawhi was second. And then I think I have Giannis third, AD fourth. Some shit like that. It was just off the top of my head. And then LeBron first, obviously. But I was all like, the Clippers feel like they have more, like, actual pieces. Like, if peop- if everybody, like, people who, like, consistently were doing good, everybody does good, they're sweeping past most of the competition, and then they're going against the Lakers. And I was like, they beat the Lakers. Then I was all like, I don't think the Bucks, because especially by the time you went to the playoffs, you could tell fucking the coach had not thought about anything to, like, fix the issue with the Giannis defense. The wall. Bruh. Fuck, bruh. Nick Nurse really ruined, like, two years of Giannis's career. <laughs> the nigga came up with the Trump wall and fucking threw it at Giannis. And now, niggas, just, everybody just be using it on him. Then the man had a change up after he started, like, finally, he started doing so good, bruh. That man bulked up. He was all like, I'm just going to run past niggas and say, move, get out the way, and dunk on your heads, bro. That man was doing that. All right? He was doing that. And he was playing great defense, amazing defense. So, what do I have to actually say about Nuggets? Well, I wanted the Chiefs to lose because it would be funny. In the same way people wanted the Clippers lose, and they did. Because to the Nuggets, because it'd be funny, and it was. Shout out playoff P. <laughs> but that's it for the podcast. Talked about Lil Football. Talked about the dangers of technology. Talked about the nuts. 